0: Um, David and I were talking about you yesterday and how fabulous you were. And we were thinking that possibly there, we were like, how many Terry Gavels do you think there are? Because there's you doing everything all the time you're like, I went to Disneyland today. And I also drove back from Las Vegas and I'm coming to movie night. And like, <laughs> you're like, how many of them have you are there? There's gotta there's be ten. at least three. Okay. There's <laughs> 10. I was
1: going to say, there's gotta be at least three, maybe more. I wish if I could clone myself, you I would are, get so much more done. I feel like everywhere, always the Granger Ranger. From Harry Potter. No, I know who she is, but if there's, saying,
0: if there's if there's a reference,
1: I'm, I'm not
0: going to get
1: it. You got a girl. I was you're gonna, just about to explain Potter, it. Potter-splain it to me. I was. I'm going to Potter-splain. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. She has a thing called a time turner in one of it. That's like, like, how is she getting all this shit done? And she has like a, a magic device okay. that like does it. So when you get to that, mm-hmm. when I when you finally read Harry Potter, I can't wait. <laughs> Honestly, I want to share it with you so badly because okay. I love going to like Anyway, I want to go to the Harry Potter land, to the Dark Arts. Um, it's all right. I know it'll happen. I believe in you and me. Okay, well, I'm just saying you're like
0: magic because you do so much.
1: Precisely wizardry. You are. If <laughs> anyone in this
0: world is magic, it's Terry Fucking Gamble. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror notebook to corrupt one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror
1: closet. Eww. Movie Survival Guide. I'm Julia. I'm Terry. This
0: week, we're doing The Descent from 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tagline for this movie, Scream Your Last Breath. Mm, decent. Uh, not blown away by it. They it, had a this,
1: few taglines, I think, too. This one,
0: this one could do with a better... This is the one on the poster. Uh, yeah. It could do with it. It
1: deserves better, because yeah. this is a better movie than that tagline. It is a better movie than that tagline, but our title for episode is... Don't, Don't leave, leave me, me, which I think was also work. God, yeah. so this movie was made um,
0: for three point five million pounds, mm-hmm. and it made fifty seven million
1: dollars. Jesus, yeah, it did real. No well. wonder they kept making sequels too, right? Fifty seven million. Wow, uh-huh. that's a monster. You know why? It's because it's really
0: freaking good. Yeah, it's really amazing. This movie's incredible. The it's pacing, so scary, the characters, everything, suspense, the setup, mm-hmm. all of it, just from the first like minute. So, um, I had never seen this film before and, Mm. uh, purposely avoided this film when it came out because I'm I'm, shot. Okay. So I'm really afraid of caves. This is a, this is a secret Juliet thing. Um, I, I went to a play when I was in a kid and I, there was a scene where a, a minor got caved in and oh, it yeah. really freaked me out. And then I thought about terrifying. like yeah, how that really happened and how miners go in and like, you can't get out and you're suffocating this whole bit. It happens all the time. Like okay, those miners down like yes, in like Latin America. In, mm-hmm. Yeah. So this goes so far and this is, um, fun Julia fact, which you know, mm-hmm. is that if you take me to Disneyland, most of Disneyland freaks me out because it's a cave or a mine or like a tunnel or a mountain. Everywhere. It's like everything dark enclosed and scary. Um, every line wraps through a cave yep. somehow. My Indiana Jones ride. <gasps> it's just a cave. Terrifies me. I will go. I've ridden it once with my eyes open and I screamed so much that when we stopped the lady behind me was like, are you okay? It was like getting murdered scream. Not like I'm on a ride screaming. Would you ride it with me? I ride it. I ride it when anybody wants to ride it. Cause I understand it's a great ride. I ride with my eyes closed. So that's how I get it your through eyes it. open with me. Mm. Mm. Oh my God. She's avoiding the answer. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, I'm really, I love that caves. ride.
1: It's one of my favorite rides at Disneyland.
0: It's everybody's favorite ride. And I get it. I so love I will, that. Big will, will go my with number you.
1: one, but I love Indiana mine are
0: a cave, mm-hmm. uh, but this, all it's the totally cave, mine and a game. I know, but <laughs> all of the caves in this film built, they built all of these caves. Um, what? Yeah. I am shocked right now. Isn't that amazing? They look stunning. Yeah. I would have no, I would have the movie magic.
1: There we are. So they made this like in a studio somewhere mm-hmm. in in England. It's freaking! They made Appalachia in London. Yeah, it looks amazing. So this is okay. Let's get into this. I love this film. I want to. I want to dive in. So this, this is written, crazy. directed
0: by Neil Marshall. Yes, and he had just done Dog Soldiers before this mm-hmm. and wanted in that wanted to do one with all women. And I say right on. We have some really cool yeah women in this movie, and we start out with them whitewater rafting,
1: badass women, and they're just like they have this. Just Tears, not tears, but squeeze, squeeze of like joy and and fear all at the same time. So they're like, ah, this is fun, isn't it? Ah, like nervous screaming as they're going through these crazy rapids. That mm-hmm. rapid looks like the rapids are like numbered or whatever, like one through six or whatever. I was like, this is like a six. Like this thing looked crazy. I've gone rafting before, quite uh-huh. a few times. But I know it's my weird. Life. I was I was a camp kid, and then I also like as an adult. I remember going with some friends too for like a team building thing for one of my jobs, and like we went rafting. And some of those rafts are s- scary. Yeah even when you're strapped and you got your like life vest and you got your at the helmets this is where we have to with the helmets right so you know there's rocks that they could fall and tumble sure. on so this is a serious wreck and this is um juno beth
0: and um sarah who are doing this and they get off and paul um and jessica who
1: are mm-hmm. sarah's uh, husband and, and daughter child, are there waiting for them at the end saying, hey mommy cheering them on i was like oh no and when i saw them on the side i was like why is the child watching this? I was like, Is she is she gonna die right now? I was so scared. <laughs>
0: uh and in their triumphant moment, Juno stands up in the boat and uh Sarah playfully pushes her. Does Sarah did yeah. or Beth does it?
1: I can't, I can't remember, remember who which pushes one pushes her in. it might have been Sarah because I feel like they have like a weird tension or whatever going on anyway. are in, in a jokey way,
0: but you can tell that Juno doesn't think it's a joke and Mm-mm. she makes her cry. And then, but Paul suspiciously, this is Sarah's husband, is mm-hmm. towelling her off, getting
1: her dry, helping pulling Juno out of the out of the water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, And then we have a car accident. Okay, I was like. Whoa. Literally we're like two minutes into the movie maybe. And uh, we have this insane car accident. So Paul and Jessica, their little girl and, um, are just impaled. Basically from this, like on the side of the road, by like rebar, like through the eye. Yeah. That's bad. That's actually one of my weird fears on the road is my parents back in the day, they were coming up to visit me at camp. Uh. Um, we're driving up, um, like, you know, at a highway and a truck and uh, um, a truck was in front of them and then a ladder fell off the truck and it like totally took off the side of their car and it could have like yeah. gone into the driver's side. You've seen uh, the final destination two, right? I haven't seen the second one. I've only seen the first one there's a, okay. Is there something like that? Uh, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wes is like, "Uh Uh uh-huh. Yeah, Yeah, Terry, uh don't watch it. It'll scare you too. So yeah, it's pretty bad. But like the crazy thing is right before this accident happens, you can tell that Paul and Sarah have some tension in their relationship and she's like, Hey, are you okay? And he's like, Oh no, no, I'm fine. And he's looking at her and not at the road. And then all of a sudden that's when this accident happens. So they're in the middle of kind of a little tense. Oh no, no, everything's fine moment. Mm -hmm. And then He's gone and she wakes up. Yes,
0: and she had been asking right before this happened, asking her daughter Jessica about her birthday party coming up. Oh, so she she wanted to wish. Fantasizes, sees this strange black void in which Jessica's there with her birthday cake, and then wakes up in the hospital realizes what happened and leaps out of bed and there's this moment where you don't know if she's awake or asleep and there's this crazy push-pull yay push-pull
1: mm-hmm. and then all the lights start blacking out in the hallway and she's running to tw- stay in the light. It looks like she's hallucinating or like some I was like is this some weird like 28 days later thing like yeah, what's going we on? Know what's like, we don't know what's happening. But mm-hmm. then we
0: just realize she's woken up
1: to this reality where this really happened
0: and is left sobbing in the hallway with them right. holding her and everyone's just walking around her as if nothing's happening.
1: And she does that crazy thing too where she Wakes up and she pulls all her. I hate it when people do this in the movies where they pull pull all their their, tubes off in the hospital, and Mm -hmm. I'm just like, "But why? Like, call the nurse." But I guess you're freaking out, delusional, delusional. So,
0: Uh, and that's and then title card, and you're like, "Ooh, man, that's the beginning. We're gonna get worse from here." So.
1: It's <laughs> like oh shit! I forgot how intense this is. This yeah. is very crazy. You got
0: to start off. You got to get them in the beginning, and then head bang, up to this. so this bang. is, and then we have Appalachian Mountains a year later in Chatuga National Park, uh, where I was like Appalachia USA. Oh no! Um, and this actually, this river that they're on in the beginning, this White After, uh River is the same river from Deliverance, um, and they make a del- they make a Deliverance joke in this, so there is a Deliverance kind of got homage, it. if you will, which well, I've also never you, seen. Movie gap. I've never seen Deliverance. There you go. Well, now we got to add
1: it to the dang list, right? Man,
0: my list it grows ever longer, and that's what's delightful about movies. They will never end. They will never end. So, and you never like you know because I just you know like what is Juno's deal? Like something clearly up with Juno, but you just don't know what it is.
1: She's one of those people dodgy. She's totally dodgy. She's also one of those people who is like. Always needs adrenaline. Like you get from the beginning, just how she was on the rafts and Mm -hmm. everything. She's an adrenaline junkie. Like that's what she lives for. She lives for adventure. She even, they even set it up like she's like a sporty spice, basically. Like she is the jock of her friends. Right.
0: But also has this like compass in her head where she never gets lost and has this drive of wanting to do stuff. And they, we have this scene with Beth and Sarah in the car going up to the cabin where they're like, ah, we don't really want to go on this cave trip and we're only kind of going because she's forcing us to go. But she thinks it's going to be good for like the
1: friendship. So they're going to do it to please her. And like, they want to like reconnect after the tragedy a year ago too. you know, with Sarah and everything too. And so they're just not sure how it's going to go, but they're here. They are. And there's all this gaggle of ladies that they run into here that are all staying in these cabins. We also meet Rebecca and Sam who are Mm -hmm. sisters and
0: uh, Holly, who is this Irish like, Parkour, Daredevil. like
1: <laughs> also a sporty spice, but from Ireland. Yeah, and she's hilarious. She's, she's great. like great for comic relief towards the beginning here too, and just like she's up for whatever. Like she, but she's mm-hmm. she's
0: read in the cave. The they have their guidebook, and she's read in the, and she thinks the cave's sound boring. They're going to
1: is not excited. They're compared not compared to what she's used to. She's used to way more exciting things. So free she's jumping all over Galway, you know. And they're like, why are you here in the U.S.? Then she's like, oh, I ran out of places to base jump in Galway. Yeah. I'm here now. I want to find new mountains to jump off of. And you're like, okay, well we see who you are and mm-hmm. this is great.
0: And um we Juno we get so they have, you know, they have this nice little introduction to everybody and you have the setting up where you're like, Well it's all gonna go terribly wrong from here. But they seem to be
1: nice all together for this moment. Right. And I was like, Uh oh, any any Girls strip, I think we've talked about this now too, like even with the ritual and stuff oh, too. Right. where you're like, okay, well this is where stuff's about to fall apart. Cause you yeah. get all these people together that they all have this stuff that it's unsaid. You know what? Something's going to get said it, when the shit goes down, it's going it, to get said, it's going to get said real fast. Yeah.
0: Uh, Juno is the kind of girl and I can't fathom being this kind of girl, uh, going for a run before, going to Spelunk all day. Like she's out for a run at like that's what I'm telling 5 you. She's the
1: ultimate like yes. Daredevil. Minds me of old producer Adam actually would probably oh. do that shit. <laughs> What's up, Adam? Hey Adam, we miss you. No, because he, you know, is an ultra marathoner. So yes. like he's one of those people that will run like a hundred miles like in a day through like mountains and trails and stuff like that too. So he probably gets this. So it's just this thing like you get this endorphins or this right. adrenaline. And she literally runs like through the forest around Appalachia around their cabins. Yeah. Doesn't I was worried, I was like, how does she know her way back? And I was like, oh yeah. We've already established she don't get lost. Yeah. Right. she's in her in head. compass.
0: Um, so they're planning to go to the Borum caves, which are a level two. Um, and for we... For tourists, as Holly has for said. For tourists. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rebecca lays down some rules so we know, and this is good. Uh, number one is you... Uh, file a flight plan and stick to it. Mm -hmm. And number two is don't go wandering off. Yeah. You stick together and also be careful while you're in the cave because you might be feel disoriented at certain points. I have all of the, all, all the things she lists off that might go wrong. Uh, Dehydration, Mm -hmm. disorientation, Mm -hmm. claustrophobia, Mm -hmm. panic attacks, Mm -hmm. paranoia, hallucinations, visual and audio oral deterioration. So we know what we're getting into. So she listed it out for us. I'm like, well, we're going to get, see all of those things in play. I was in like, thank you. Three, two, go. <laughs> <laughs> I, was
1: gonna happen, I was like, oh, yeah. she set it up for us. Yeah. And, and June, my-
0: we see Juno leave the map behind as right? well. Like she, we my- see, she has it in her
1: hand. She looks at it mm-hmm. and she just puts it in the glove box. And mind you, on the way there, they drove like crazy ladies. Yes. So Sarah was one of the people driving. And I was like, why is she driving like she wants to die right now? Like, they literally look like they were off-roading, getting out to this, this thing. I was like, do you even know where you're going? And they literally, they both the going drivers. Way too fast. Going way too fast. So you get that they already have this sense of like urgency or some sense of some death wish that is internally moving them forward as well and then
0: as if the omens couldn't get worse uh we also find a dead elk right outside the front of it you're going where mm. they're supposed yeah. to jump down into this cave this yeah. hole in the ground and this is what i'm talking about like this for me never ever going to happen in my life like i see a big hole in the ground and they're like here go down in this dark hole where there could be anything and i'm like Mm-mm, no not happening and after they saw a fresh kill like that too even if there's nothing down there It's still anything could happen. Like it's just,
1: and this is where we get one of our favorite lines from one of the one of the. Yes, I'm an English teacher, not fucking Tomb (laughs) Raider.
0: Can I just point out so the the actress who who plays Beth, who I really really enjoy. When I first saw her, my brain has this like mental file cabinet Mm -hmm. where I'm like, I know her, I know her, I know her, I know her. You're so good at figured it out. She's in one episode of Life on Mars, the original Life on Mars, and I was like, oh, it's her from Life on Mars. I don't Julia, know how my brain does it. That's why
1: you're great to have at a party. Because honestly, you <laughs> should be like, "That's so so from blah blah blah, and that's so so from blah blah blah." You could definitely double worth Prada any day. You know what I mean? They'll like be on the shoulder, like at some gala, and be like, "Okay, so this, this is who it is. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. That's the episode they were in, and that's why I know them from." Let's go. My brain, I love it. What a crazy brain I got! It's helpful because clearly I'm the one who's like, I can't remember words, and you're like, <laughs> I know all the things, and I'm like, great. Welcome to our podcast. I think we just summed it yeah, up. That was it.
0: <laughs> um, so they spelunk into this gorgeous cave mm-hmm. um, where Sarah finds a bloody handprint. Doesn't say anything.
1: Yeah, and I was I was wondering about that because she. Already, we've already established she sometimes kind of sees things, right? So she's, because she's had visions of that birthday cake before. Because the night be- right before they went out on this thing, they had a night where they all drank and stuff like that. So great idea, right before you go spelunking. like get hammered. Anyway, so some of them are hungover, but she had like weird nightmares, like while she was sleeping and saw the birthday cake again, and, and like, we also the saw like
0: the poles going through the eyes from the point of view of the person who got the poles in the eyes. Yes. Very intense. helmets. There's the, just these brief cuts of intensity. Lots uh, so of she doesn't helmets. say anything about the bloody handprint, which mm-hmm. is uh, okay. Uh, but then bats, lots and lots of bats yep. come out, the bat scare. And then they start going down this
1: pub. And Holly's this... just videoing and being like, yeah. this place is cooler than the Borum caves. And I, what I thought they were going to look like, we get a lot of like, Hey, this it doesn't look like what like- I thought described in the book right because they've you know those those who've, who've studied it they're not seeing it
0: um, mm-hmm. so they're like going down pipes with just flashlights and they get down to this giant chamber, chamber where they just light it up with flares so it's all red and scary inside mm-hmm. looks cool At At looks only scary only one way well. out though yeah Man, see, like, uh, you know, and, and the thing is, I there's a part of me that wishes I had seen this movie in the theater and because of how much more intense and scary it would be. And then there's the other part of me that's like, I don't know if I could have done it. Like, it was already so intense oh, at yeah. home at during the day.
1: It would be crazy. Oh, yeah. This is a movie for being in, a, in the black, and also with, like, surround sound, if you and can. And with, like,
0: 500 people.
1: That would be the oh, ultimate experience.
0: Um, and, of course, they all get down in this cave and start wandering off immediately. And they're already not sticking together, We're which, like, of course, you you're like, <laughs>
1: We laid down
0: ground we, rules. We laid them down. We specifically said,
1: <laughs> do not wander off. So let's go all wander off. Yep. Um, so, Judo jump scares Sarah like, at this 1.2. And they're like, as she's wandered off, she finds her and she's like, oh, sorry, girl. Oh, it's time for lunch. And she grabs them and they start eating and they're talking about it. But Sarah's not really hungry. She because she's seeing starting
0: to see things in the darkness, and I think she's starting to become. You can tell her mental state is already quite fragile, and now it's this and the pressure of like having to be normal in front of all these people and Juno
1: who's being quite weird and yeah Juno looks social strange. stuff so she on looks, top of she's got this look on her face when she landed in there like like she had something up her sleeve. Yes, you definitely think. Jeez. She's got a twinkle in her eye, that red herring kind of glow that is real uncomfortable. Uh-huh. It looks like she's got some ulterior motive going on. Yeah, because I was thinking like, is she?
0: Is there something down there? Like she's going to sacrifice them to? Like that was my guess. And so I was like, maybe that's what the deal is. Um, and then they go through this incredibly tiny, tiny little passageway where they're like on their doing like the army man crawl through it, and Sarah gets stuck and starts to freak out, and Beth comes back to, and you know they see. To have the closest relationship yeah. out of everybody and is talking her down, telling her to relax. And
1: she tried to, to tell her a joke like, How do you make a lemon oh, calm? Yeah. And she's like, Oh, oh, how do you make it? um she's like, You rub it citrus. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but it tells her very sweetly as well, you know, gives her like the jokey stuff, but also like yeah. this is she says the worst thing that has ever happened to you has already happened to you. Mm-hmm. This is just
1: epoxy cave. You're still here, mm-hmm. there's nothing to be afraid of. Except all of a sudden there's a freaking shift in the cave and yes. it's like a rumble, rumble, like a little earthquake. And this is the scary part about caving. I think this is part of Julia's fear yep. here too. So this is how miners get stuck. All of a sudden I think it's unsettled and, Shit's going down and they she has to hightail it out of there and they leave one of their rope bags down in there. Which they need all of the help they can get because
0: now they are caved into this place they have no idea how to get out of. Um, and they just kind of like, all right, well, what's the story now? But the guidebook says that there are three ways in and out. So no problem, right? No problem. Oh, but Except- the problem
1: is we're not in the Borum Caves. No,
0: we are not. We are in the caves that have no name. They are a new system. One of them and Juno wanted them to discover it together nobody's been down there before. Yeah, so they wanted us
1: to find something new. So the flight plan that they logged with, like basically like the Parks and Rec be, people, basically, like to let people know. Wrong caves. So nobody's so, looking for them. Nobody knows where they are. If they go missing for days, no one's coming out there.
0: And, the, you know, I'm glad that they rightfully get, you know, what the fuck do you think you were doing? Like, we all trusted you to do this thing, and now you have were fucked. Like, you yeah. have, you're you packed for a day. You're not packed for however long it's going to take to get out.
1: Mm-hmm. Now they've lost some of their... They've Rope. lost supplies. They are losing, like, their tensions are raising, raising, raising. Because yeah. we've got claustrophobia now happening, I think, too. Because we're in this caved section of a cave, mm-hmm. and they got to figure out how to get out now. So they
0: find that the only way to get across is there's this giant, like, seemingly endless drop of a cavern. Because they drop something down, and they wait to hear it drop? So
1: takes quite some time before you hear a drop but somebody's got to get across and so, so this feels like a goonies moment kind of yeah. now too where it looks like you know this crazy spiky cave up above and so they got to figure out how to get across and so rebecca's like okay let's do it
0: i'm gonna do it i'm just gonna freehand it and i'm gonna set us some ropes and we're gonna mm-hmm. do this thing and goes across and does it and Yuck. but she finds there's a metal an old pitten yeah that's already in the rock which is nobody's ever been down here before hmm or have they? Interesting. Very interesting. Um, and then Juno has, goes and has, is freehanded as well to go mm-hmm. back across to grab all the rope they can get. And she brings
1: mm-hmm. the pit in and almost falls, but Rebecca saves her. But her hand is completely cut up now too. By the rope. And this is crazy because I wrote, they're out of rope and line and there's still an hour left of this movie. I was yeah. like, oh shit, what do they do? I was checking, yeah, I was like checking the time and I was like, oh yeah, no. They're already so fucked. How's it going like, to get so much worse? Yeah. I was like, it's going to get worse. How is it going to get worse? It's going to get a lot worse. Uh, so they mm-hmm. find
0: cave paintings. So mm-hmm. somebody has been in this uh, cave and the paintings, if the if English teacher figures out two entrances. So we should be
1: good to go. Which just got to find the other one. Yep. And also they've noted that that equipment was over a hundred years old as well too. So they're like, this is not modern equipment. This is like literally a piece of technology. It's over 100 years old that's in here. So people ain't been here for a for long time. time. So
0: that doesn't give you a lot of hope. Uh, but they hear kind of a growling in the
1: distance and Holly runs panicking. She thinks she can see daylight. daylight. And she just runs. And I don't know why she's going so fast. Because she's panicked. She's freaking out. I think she just wants to get out of there. So she's just like, give me out, give me out, give me out. And she's like, got the fight or flight and she's on flight for sure. And she runs and all of a sudden she falls. She hits Rock so bad. It's so bad. Okay, so this is one of those moments where I was like, she got some bone. Bone through the
0: leg. Pops out of her out. leg. And yeah, that's nobody likes to see that. That's not that's not that's not good.
1: Yeah. Uh so now the girls find her and they gotta lift her out of the water and she's panicking. And at least one of the girls on the crew is a nurse. And so they she's like, All right, we gotta reset the leg basically so we can get you mobile a little bit. You're not gonna be able to put any pressure or weight on it, but at least we'll get you from having this thing sticking out (laughs) and sets her leg. And it's crazy. And we think Sarah's hallucinating. And in this moment, she thinks she's seeing a man and they're now all of a sudden they start crawling through something and it's bones, hundreds and thousands and thousands of bones. bones. So they built all these bones.
0: Oh God. So then there's like the monster reveal and it just here come out these crazy, albino humans with no
1: eyes and all white. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what they look like. They just look like, they look like if humans were underneath ground for a hundred or so, so
0: years. The idea is kind mm-hmm. of like they're cavemen that evolved undergrounds instead of above ground, right? Like that's what, I kind of because the cave were, painting in the yeah, whole
1: bit. Yeah, yeah. I thought there were people who would like. It's like almost like they're part bat too, because they don't use their eyes because they're down in that cave so right. much too. Um, they only are listening to sound for the most part. The the only
0: slight problem I have with this mm-hmm. movie is I just kind of wish there weren't monsters. I don't think there needs to be monsters. I feel like this movie would work fine without it. There's without so the Voldemort. Yeah, there's so because he looks a little Voldemort. It does, mm-hmm. and but it's just you know, there's so much. F- Terror already without a supernatural, and they're not supernatural, but without this kind of monster right. element, right? It seems a shame to kind of bring it in. Um, that's my opinion. I but feel it's like-
1: interesting too because I think yes, there was already a lot of tension, but it's it's crazy because it gives you a chance with that thing with Juno, which is about to happen soon too, where she ends up killing one of these things mm-hmm. and attacking it with like her like um, pickaxe, basically that she's got, right, and accidentally like. <laughs> it's Beth in the neck with the other side of it. So it is one of those things of like, am I going after real monsters or is the monster me inside that's contending with that? And I guess there are ways to do that too, without literal monsters, but these monsters are freaking crazy and terrifying and they rip holly's throat out and there's this you know big fight but but um juno
0: ends up accidentally stabbing beth in the throat and kind of it's like a kind of a kill move um and in those is
1: not dead dead
0: yet and in the last second she pulls uh juno's necklace off of her neck Mm -hmm. um and lays her and says please don't don't leave me and because she knows she's gonna die if she leaves her and juno totally leaves her just
1: but this is also, I'm not mad at her for leaving her in this moment. Cause it's like, it's going to take both of us down. It's going to take everybody down. Cause this is one of those moments where I'm like, okay, this is final girl move. Like if I try to drag my friend who's bleeding out the jugular, basically Yeah. like, you're not going to get very far with her. And also these things, as we're learning, trying to figure out how they function, they're trying to figure out how I put these Voldemort Nosferatu for motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like are running around, like, we don't know how many there are yet. We don't know if it's just one or a gaggle of them or right. what, how, what they're dealing with. So if she's going to try to gr- bring her friend, I don't think it's going to work. But I think it's interesting that it's like impalement that took out the first guy, and mm-hmm. this is an impalement that takes out a friend, too. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of impaling, impaling, impaling. There is. Yes. Um, and Sarah is left alone
0: in the bone cave room with only the camera. She has no flashlight at all. But
1: she has the infrared vision of the camera that Holly had, and so. she can see when these things are coming near her. And they're all munching Holly up, just going to town, eating those guts. Blah, 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 blah. Um, the, so the only, the, the only other
0: question I have about this, so they're supposed to have like supersonic hearing. Mm-hmm. I would also imagine supersonic smell, but they
1: never smell anybody. I don't think their smell is good. I think it's just hearing is just what they the establish. Hearing. Okay. Cause I feel like if they could smell, they would smell how bad it smells down there. Cause I'm sure it smells like rot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Cause they just leave like blood and guts everywhere if that they don't consume or whatever. Okay. Um, So, and it's funny, I keep putting time markers. I was like, this is the point where I was just like, Oh, there's still 40 ish minutes. (laughs) How (laughs) we're seeing these like cannibal creatures eating intestines. And then as Sarah's like filming them and now like one of them gets close up in her face basically while she's filming. Like, so Mm -hmm. she's literally getting a close up on the camera of this like creepy little thing. And you realize that's how you realize they can only hear sounds. So Mm -hmm. you're just getting like flashes and snippets of different things happening now as Juno's like ready to kill something now too. And all the girls are getting in that like survival, like final girl mode now too. You see like them put on the faces and like, okay, everybody's got to fight now. This is what we're dealing with Mm -hmm. and people are separated, but they're trying to get back together. And Juno's making noise when, um, was it Sam and Beth who realized Mm -hmm. we got to stay quiet and they're like, she's fucking needs to stop yelling down here in these caves So they end up, uh,
0: the the sisters meet up with Juno and they Mm -hmm. have a a battle and they kill some monsters. They make shift
1: a torch down Mm -hmm. there and stuff at this point too. So now we've got fire. Finally. I was like, yes, fire kills. We need fire. Oh yeah. Fire kills kills everything. Yes. So we need the fire. We've got, you know, um, pickaxe and stuff like that too. And they just want to leave. But Juno's like, I'm not leaving without Sarah. We have to wait for her. Her guilt is partly driving this too, but also she wants to make sure we get her, get her out of there Mm -hmm. because she knows it's her damn fault for picking this crazy ass cave that no one's ever been to quote unquote. Um, yes. So yeah. And so Sarah, uh, winds up
0: finding Beth who is still not dead, still laying there bleeding, um, and gives her the necklace and says, Hey, don't, don't trust Juno.
1: If she says she's got a way out, don't trust her. Take your own way out. Also, this necklace is from Paul. So they had this saying that Paul used to say that she talks about earlier in the film too so we've already established he says love love each day love each day
0: so we know okay so now this is Juno's Juno had been betraying her friend and sleeping with her husband and had been wearing a necklace that he had given her the whole fucking time in her face
1: and like brought her down to death cave yeah I wonder what the subtext really was do you know what I mean they are like I don't think she knew it was going to be this bad, but no, there's still, I, I, I mean, the, the, she's trying to make a friendship with a person that she really,
0: I don't think can be friends with. Yes. And she knows now, like she can't trust her. So she has to, as in our final girl way, horror movie, so I have a guy tip you always mm-hmm. have to go out your own way. You can't rely on your friends, but, but Sarah's a true friend because Beth asked her to kill her and she does it because she's like, she's going to either die like this mm-hmm. or bleed to death for the next couple hours or get eaten by monsters.
1: So, right. So she that's helps. Some her true find friendship, out. man. That's hardcore. Right? Well, that's like the apocalypse moment, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Zombie style. You're like, okay, take that friend out if they're not gonna make it. So this is one of those amazing moments too now where Sarah is legit final girl. Cause she ends up battling with these these, these guys and she ends up getting submerged in like this blood well of like basically like so yeah i think and so and through this battle and and tussle and pull with these these creatures and she rises out of the the bloody water and she's covered in blood a la carry, mm-hmm. you know and then she's got the wild eyes now like twang yeah i was like oh shit she ain't never gonna be the same again she was already jacked yep because she's the one was already like kind of on meds and like dealing with visions and hallucinations even right before like you know um in the beginning of the film from a year ago, and had been seeing, keep seeing that cake and all that stuff happening, uh-huh. and here she is emerging out of there, and then she st- stays still for a moment after she, after she battles this final monster. But then there's <gasps> another monster coming in. She lays ever so still with her wide, crazy eyes covered in blood, gets a bone, yeah, freaking kills him and impales him, and she's yep. like, "Warrior, Sarah." Sarah is our final girl now. So, um, Sam tries
0: to freehand it back. They're going to try to go back across this crazy endless cave and Sam tries to freehand it back across and creature comes out and chomps her up and then she's laying. And she
1: went faster than she should have. She also had that moment of the flight panic thing Mm -hmm. too, because they were like, we don't have enough rope to do it. And she's already tore up her hands and she's already hanging on literally by like a thread up on the top of this little cave. and so she's laying
0: there. She's hanging there all bloody. And then Becca gets pulled back from the cave and eaten through there. And Juno just jumps into the water because there's nowhere else to go. This horrible long drop. And she's like, I don't know how shallow it is. it be better
1: than get eaten by these suckers right here. So
0: just jump and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, she jumps in and one of the creatures is not dead. And they have like battle it's in water. face to face
1: to her. And like she lands like whoosh, shot in her face. There's one of the monsters. That would be so scary. Right. Um, and then Sarah saves her. Mm-hmm. And
0: Sarah, and so, the, but why does she save her? They have a bit of a battle.
1: Well, I think she needs to confront her. I think she needs to know the real truth, truth. And I think that's why she gets right. saved well, in she, moment. She, um just them, too. And she shows her the necklace. She, and I write 13 more minutes. What are they... <laughs> Wow. You were watching the clock in this movie. I, I don't really know if was. that's a good sign though. No, I was terrified. No, it's not, not because it was like, but I was just like, cause I kept pausing to take notes and stuff too. And I was like, Oh shit, there's still more movie. This is insane. Yeah, what else are we going to do? But you
0: know, Sarah gives her the, the hint that she knows what's up. Um, and is she going to kill her? We have, she has a weapon. What's she going to do? And she just, uh, axes her through the knee and is like, okay, now you're fucked. And also, you're a great noise, guys, because they're all drawn to you, because you're going to be screaming and I'm going to get out the back way. And I was like, that was the plan all along. She used her as bait. Yep. Yep. Pretty good. Pretty good revenge, and you all deserve it, you know. Uh, and then starts to crawl back up this mountain of bones to the light. And it's very reminiscent of the hallway scene in the beginning. She's running towards the light. Can she give me the light? Can she? Get it. Can she get it? And makes it out screaming, bloody hysterical, gets into the car,
1: drives away, pauses. Like again, like she drove earlier though, too, yeah, like a crazy, crazy woman. And I was like, and it's like, I feel like, I feel like this is like a flash of like Texas chainsaw, like driving in a truck and you got crazy eyes and you're yeah. like, I made it out. Yeah. I made it out. Exactly. And then she stops to
0: uh, puke. And when she looks back in the car, Juno is there. The ghost of Juno is there. Is she there? Is she really there? Is she not there? We'll never know. No, oh, It's a ghost. Here's the interesting thing about mm-hmm. this. There's two endings. to this I movie. heard,
1: in Britain and in America. Yeah, so here
0: in the U.S., this is the mm-hmm. version we have. In U.K., she there's an alternate, so this happens. She sees Juno in the car. She wakes up to be back in the cave, where she has never gotten out, and the creatures are coming for her, and she is certainly dead. Crazy thing about that, there is The Descent 2, which means The Descent 2 is only the sequel to the U.S. version, not the U.K. version.
1: Ah, that makes so much sense. Isn't that weird? That is weird.
0: But the cool thing about it is that uh, Neil Marshall has a quote here that I like that. He says, even if she makes it out, doesn't make it a happy ending. No,
1: no. She's completely broken. I mean, you see it in her eyes. Mm -hmm. Like she will never be the same again. She's still already having those flashes of like the birthday cake and all that stuff too. Like after, I think she was never the same from the beginning of the movie Mm -hmm. from when her husband got and, and child, got impaled literally in the same car as her. You know, like, she was broken from then on and always will have hallucinations and, like, mayhem. So even though she's the one who made it out, she was always in a cave to begin with. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Though yeah. I think that was partly Juno's impetus to get her down there was, to like, set her free, like, have her face some sort of fear somehow mm-hmm. and, like, help her be free. Because I think that's why Juno is so, like, crazy, too, because... She could not express how much she missed Paul and like lost him. So she just does all this crazy shit to feel something, you know, and anything that could help her feel. So she's just constantly. And what is it descent into? Is it actually a
0: descent into a cave? Is it into madness? Is it into your mind? mind? Okay. Mm -hmm. This movie was great. Yeah. It was scary as fuck and really good. And all of the characters were excellent. It was intense and gory and fun and scary. I really liked it. Yeah. Look, Gore factor. Yeah. One, not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two, puddle of blood. Three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four, bathtub of blood. Five, run, run for the barf bag. We gave this a five. five. Yeah. Run for the barf. I mean, little like blood well where you're just emerging. I mean, besides like bone through leg and all the other stuff but and blood well and,
1: and impaled through eyes with rebar. And yeah. And then like also like poking eyes. Cause remember, remember that yeah. one where Sarah like literally gouged like one of the things, even though the eyes don't work, like she gouged him out by the eyes and mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, there's a lot yeah. in this film. <laughs> so five for gore, five for gore. So let's talk about movie ratings. Uh, zero to five chainsaws. One, if you're desperate Two barely qualifies as a horror film, three seen worse, seen better Four not too shabby. Five, fantastic um, this was a four point five for me. This movie's fan free, Um, Only that it stopped me was uh, some of the performances could be, I think, even better. But these, mm. they were great. Okay, overall, I great gave it, film. I gave this a five. I gave mm-hmm. it a fantastic oracle. I really like this film, and I
0: I mean I it's solid from beginning to end, and has all the kind of horror movie stuff you want, and good good to go all around. Tensions right. So the last pick
1: in your round, Terry. What will we be watching? you want to know what you want to watch, what we're going to watch. What, what, what actually a lot of people have been talking about this film. Okay. It's very, very dang new. It just came out on a Netflix this year. Um, actually like, couple months ago here basically it's the perfection oh nice so it's um Alison williams who i adore from get out mm-hmm. and logan browning who i love from dear white people mm-hmm. um both insanely wonderful actresses um doing some looks like little creepy creepy action I, excellent i like music and i like movies and this i think has it all so i can't wait to review it with you awesome i can't wait to review it with you yeah and
0: we will see you on our social media stuff and our patreon hopefully and
1: please we will see you next week for yeah for the perfection mm-hmm. get it right I'm just, anyway <laughs> cool get it right follow us on all the, all the social medias and tell a friend how about that I'll say that this week give us a little review on, on whatever platform you found us on um, and we love you so much thank you and I love you Julia I love you Terry I really appreciate doing the show with
0: you I do too and I love you dear listener
1: I love you all mwah <laughs>